With so much love and respect, welcome to the Luke Adler Healing Podcast, where we turn pain into power and get down to what really matters, the love we share and the love we grow. This is for those who want to get intimate with life's living edge and use every instance as an opportunity for deepening and connection, to make life a work of art, painted by passion and fueled by a longing for a more beautiful world, ultimately creating space for all that we are. I'm your host, Luke Adler. Let's get it. I am so heartened and excited, and um, I've been looking forward to doing this podcast for kind of probably six months, and actually first spoke about it with um, this guest um, as a as a dream about six months ago. This is one of my dearest, closest friends. We were um, friends from high school and college roommates in Santa Barbara. And uh, best man at my wedding, um, just one of one of the dearest kind of souls in my life, and a man that I truly admire and respect. Just has so much grit and heart and vision, and um, he's been diving into to men's work. And uh, we're going to talk today about how to create a men's group, kind of the context around that, and. Um, it's uh, something I'm really looking forward to. So this is um, this is my dear friend. His name is Mike Turborg, joining us from Boulder, Colorado. And uh, yeah, I'm just so happy to spend time with you, Mike. <laughs> wow, Luke, thank you so much. I'm going to have to replay this uh, intro every morning just to to feel welcomed in, into the into the world on a daily basis. That was beautiful. Thank you. And um, it's an honor to be here with you. And I've, you know, as being uh, a friend of yours, um, I've had the benefit of benefiting from, from your work, um, sort of writing, writing on the coattails of your evolution and growth. Uh, and so, um, yeah, just savoring the, uh, opportunity to connect with you around this at this stage in my life. Uh, yeah, just taking that in. That's pretty neat. So thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's so awesome to do this after so much kind of dreaming together and working together on, on, uh, some of these projects. So you and I talked a couple, it was probably three weeks ago now about, um, a men's group you were recently, and you've been in, in several of them over the years. And then, um, kind of exploring how to actually create a deep group. So, maybe we can start off by you sharing, you know, some of your experiences and what's leading you to, you know, want to really create a more authentic, powerful uh, men's group, men's community. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it. I, it's probably helpful to go back to 2017 when I was um, really stuck uh in my professional life uh i had two kids at that time and was was struggling 
with my role as, as a father, husband, it was, it was a, it was a low point and it was recommended to me that I, I join a men's group, uh, kind of almost like a prescription to my, my stuckness as if, you know, like, like it would help, like, like, you know, there's medication, there's, um, there's counseling or psychotherapy. Maybe you should try men's, uh, men's group. So I did, I did that and it was a positive experience overall for sure positive, but wasn't, um, as transformational and impactful as, as the, as the experience I just had, which was a six month, um, men's group called council of fathers. It was oriented or sort of anchored to, um, men's work through the lens of being a father. Uh, so there was that shared identity and, uh, intention around, uh, how, how we wanted to show up, what, you know, how, what we were working through, uh, shared, uh, challenges and yeah, I mean, we can get into it, but, um, you know, I think the structure of that, the, the content of that, the, um, the intent, the, the container around the shared identity, um, was, um, how do I describe it? I mean, it was not just good for me. Like, I don't know, there's this self-help guy, Arthur Brooks, who talks about, um, a lot of things, but, you know, living, living a full life, finding meaning in life. And, uh, in his most recent book, he talks about the need for social connection and the use case or the example is like getting men to go meet up, you know, on a regular basis and build birdhouses together. So it's like parallel play. Uh, and that that's good, you know, like that's a good thing. And, 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 and good for you and that it's an opportunity to bond with men um, and you get that dose of social connection. So I, I bring that up because, yeah, it was good in that, you know, I got a, a dose of social connection, but it was really what I would imagine, you know, like when you're thirsty, when you're dying of thirst or deficient in a particular, you know, micronutrient maybe, and then you get the thing you need in a, in a, in the adequate amount. Like there's this sense of, um, renewal that I didn't really know was possible. Um, that, uh, was, was profound and was a key part of me stepping into to and through kind of this middle passage that I'm, that I'm currently in. And, um, and it ended and I was bummed um, that it ended and wanted to uh, continue it. And instead of, you know, sort of feeling dependent upon the facilitators, wanted to figure out how I could initiate that and create um, the thing that I realized I needed, but, but didn't know it until I, until I experienced it. I remember when we were discussing this, you had reflected to me that some previous groups perhaps weren't as deep. I don't know if I'm remembering that right, but they didn't kind of open to as greater as, as, as deeper depths, if you will. And that 
in some ways, part of why this particular group was deep is that you, Mike, uh, actually took it there as a participant. You shared some really, um, you know, vulnerable things and that kind of invited the rest of the men, if I'm recalling this right, to, to take it deeper. And that that was kind of a unique experience for this particular group and also kind of fuel for the fire. Is that, am I remembering that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're pretty close. And, and, and now that I'm, I hear you that, you know, reflect that back to me, I think there are a couple of things. I mean, the first group was led by, you know, like a world-class facilitator um, and, uh, and the group itself was just, it was like, it was just men, you know, anyone who identified, it, it was all males who identified as a man. Um, but the, but the container was, I mean, that was kind of like, a, it felt like too big of a container. Um, and there was lots of, you know, we did challenging exercises together. There was, you know, time spent trying to build trust. There were agreements, uh, skill building around active listening, um, skill building around reflecting what we heard, um, how to engage, you know, in conflict with each other to some degree. So it was, it was, there was a lot there, but I didn't feel particularly, um, I felt connected to the men in the group and they were all showing up with different, um, symptoms or issues or challenges that they were there to to work through and i didn't really feel connected with any one of them through what that was it was just a bunch of men showing up in, in vulnerability um which is was powerful like i'm not gonna under you know i don't want to understate the power of that but it wasn't as deep and meaningful as the experience i had which you know there was um maybe on the surface like less um skill building and like structural depth to it but there was something about us sharing an identity as fathers that was um that unified us in a way that the other group i, di I didn't feel unified with those with those men and it, mm -hmm. and, it, and it could be me and, and where i'm at um and what what i need but um, and I was that guy. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, I was. It, I think the structure was set up to be flexible and and kind of deal with with what was emergent. And the facilitators, there were two. They were also kind of participants. So there was this equal kind of sharing and and holding um, that felt cool. But um, yeah, I was that. So so it was basically like a check in. You know, check in and share. Uh, that was, that was one of the common themes week to week. And I was that guy who, you, you know, I, I think my theme for the, for the, for the cohort for like the six months, we had to define what chapter of our life we were in or entering. Mm. And it was, it was heal or die. That's what came up for me. It was heal or die. And, and that wasn't true for, for any of the other men. So I was like, I was I was uh, showing up um, in lots of turmoil and, and I just let, I was authentic in that. 
I was authentic in my sharing and, um, and, and I would like to believe that, I mean, I, I, it was reflected back to me that that was really powerful for the rest of the group. Um, and I don't know if I've answered your question or not, but yeah. 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 That was great. I think to me, what stood out about, about this group perhaps being more powerful than previous groups that those, these gentlemen have led is that someone had to take that leap into depth and model that it's okay, it's safe, it's permissible to talk about desperation, talk about grief, talk about, um, you know, rage, talk about lust, talk about the things that we generally, you know, shun or hide or suppress. And I, um, you know, to me that stood out as, as just an absolute key energetic to make a group go deep. Um, hmm. We have a guy in, in our, in my men's group that I've been a part of for six years who he will just jump in. Like he will talk, he will go like from zero to the deepest depths <laughs> within about a minute or two. <laughs> and it's great because he'll set the tone um, and then everyone can just kind of follow and take it deeper. And, and that's because really the, the default of life is to be at the surface. It's to, yeah. you know, relate from a surface point of view. And I'm not, I'm not maligning being at the surface. I'm not, when I say surface or superficial level, I'm not saying a superficial person. I'm just saying culture is more about, oh, how's the weather? How's mm -hmm. the you know, how are the, the Denver Nuggets doing? You know, how... How's your bird feeder coming along? Yeah, how's the, how are the bird feeders going? Oh, that's a nice joint you're making there. What kind of nails are you using? <laughs> you know, like, let's just start by connecting at the surface. And that is a powerful way to start building a relationship. Mm -hmm. But for deeper healing, like heal or die, or I'm just really into healing, the surface isn't going to do it because the wounding is all is all there at those deeper levels. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you, you, I mean, you know, this is why you and I are such dear friends, such close friends is because you and I both basically live at depth and probably in some ways have had to have had to learn how to live at the surface. Like, how do you have a more surface conversation? That's <laughs> not terribly meaningful, but I don't know, is, is a way to pass time and build some kind of relationship. So that, that to me was like a real key, a key, I want to say key symptom because I practice medicine, but more like key uh, that unlocks a deep experience for people is someone has to lead mm -hmm. in, in that descent into, into our depth. And, um, you know, it just makes so much sense for, for you to lead, um, like, your advantage, Mike, is you, you actually don't have to do much to, to lead a group because of who you are. Mm. It's more just learning like logistical things. But I think we're going to dive into kind of maybe a broader discussion. But um, any any specific questions you want to get into or reflect on at this point? Well, that's cool to hear you. Um, ground you know I, I originally came to you with a question you know it's like the the blueprint for um facilitating a, a a successful and and satisfying men men's group and yeah um 
And I was thinking, you know, more like rituals, the ceremonial piece, intention setting, you know, like, like, like the, the um, tips and tactics that maybe were, were features of my first experience, but what, what you just kind of, you know, you did your jujitsu move was like, well, it's really, it's really more about the depth, like, and, and how you get there and mm-hmm. then maybe what you do while you're there. So, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear more because you, your, your experience participating in and <clears throat> excuse me, facilitating and, and, and we've talked about, you know, kind of loosely the different types that, that vary based on depth, I guess, is a good model to, you know, that vertical axis. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I came kind of wanting the, uh, the blueprint, but, but I'm, I'm anticipating you having more, a little bit more to share. Yeah. You said some interesting things there. And I, I think you're, you know, you're, you always kind of have your finger on the pulse around, I mean, everything that you do in some ways, but certainly around, around deeper energetics, you're very tuned in. And you talked about ritual as a, as a way in. And I think in the absence of a facilitator who holds a deep space, or rather who has depth within their own being, then ritual becomes this bridge of traversing from the surface to the subsurface to the, the deeper level. And then the, and then the, the deepest depths and then even a transcendental experience. So, you know, like, like for you, for you, I think leading a group, it would be more talking logistics and just, just who you are, the, the, the depth, uh, the depth at which you love, the depth at which you orient to life, you are a deep space of awareness. So that would resonate through a group. And then, you know, your, your, cue would just be to, you know, vulnerability, transparency, calling yourself out, normalizing that kind of culture would just naturally invite other people, men or women to share Mm. from that same space. And in a certain sense, you become a surrogate for depth. So your consciousness in a way you're lending it to whoever's in, in your, you know, in your group or your field of awareness, however you want to think of it. And then people join you in that. Yeah. naturally there's there's no sequence per se there's no strategy there's no ritual needed you you know enduring pain and suffering has been the ritual of life and yeah. then the group just becomes the expression of of longing and healing for connection but it, let's say for someone else who maybe is a little bit less experienced or they're just not kind of so comfortable going to depth like you then ritual becomes um key to help transition from oh we're at the surface oh how was your day okay cool all right let's take a deep breath so then you're bringing awareness to breath you're kind of creating mindfulness and then you know different rituals from different traditions there could be there could be a, a, a prayer, there could be a song, there could be a, a lighting, you know, a lot of men's groups, let's, let's sit around a fire, let's evoke the elements. Let's kind of consciously go into a, a deeper state of consciousness gradually. Um, and 
that's a beautiful thing. I, I've led a lot of groups where we do that. Let's breathe. Let's maybe hold hands. Let's finish some half sentences together out loud. Let's just do a quick gratitude circle. You know, I'm grateful, you know, name the three things you're grateful for, where you're just invoking the presence of, of heart, of appreciation. And, and in that way, you kind of slowly bring people in. Now, yeah, the disadvantage of that in a certain sense and, and why I don't always like to do a um, transition into depth is because in a group like this, I actually want people to feel their discomfort. So I'm not necessarily going to sweep away the surface level of agitation and unconsciousness um, or kind of lack of awareness by doing something meditative or ritualistic because I want to work immediately with what's shaky in the system. Yeah. Um, and, and so how, how that would work is I'll just start talking. And of course, as I'm talking, you know, assuming I've been taking care of myself, I'm already kind of vibrating a certain sense of, of focus and in, invitation of vulnerability into the space just by speaking and generating my heart, my intention into the group. Um, which, you know, I think for you, Mike, that would be the same thing. You just start talking, talk about your intention, talk about your desire and that that all that is itself it's a ritual without anyone really noticing it yeah you know yeah i i want to jump in because i it's what's interesting about what you're talking about i mean i, th I think you know through i've been kind of jamming on polyvagal stuff and the the way that i've heard it you know, it's it describing the uh, the ner the the way that the nervous system transitions, um, and the importance of a sense of safety and uh, and and trust, and and what that does for a nervous system, which which creates, you know, if if it's, um, I guess you know. I'm not going to talk as if I know polyvagal theory, but I like the idea of it being being a function of the nervous system expressing um, uh, where you're at on a sense of safety and, the, and being able to access certain depth being a function of how, how safe do you feel in that in that space and how, like what's your nervous system doing and and I think the ritual stuff that we did, the grounding we did, was valuable in that it gave my me a uh, my maybe the only place in my day, like in my life, where I had security and safety. Like I wasn't gonna get, you know, my kid wasn't gonna jump out screaming about something. You know, my wife wasn't. You know, I just all of the, you know, work life family like it was a complete break from that and that allowed my nervous system to settle into um a state that i so desperately needed like mm. the rest of just being able to to tone down to turn down the volume of vigilance really gave me access to to a lot and and then 
I'm just wondering like what you're talking about, you know, there can be agitation in, in that. It's not, it's it, those, those aren't exclusive, right? You can be at rest and present to the agitation that's there. And then it would, I would imagine that that makes it more workable um, in that group setting. Is that, am I, am I, am I off? Am I yeah, close? I think you, you raise such a, a really important and, and nuanced um, observation that particularly for a brand new group, you know, the, the main thing you're doing is creating safety because everyone's there like, what the fuck are we doing? Right. Is this cool? Or I did this right. group like this and I've never done a group and men don't share their feelings. And right. you can have a whole host of considerations that are going on energetically. And as facilitator, you know, if you're new to it, then you're going to feel that in your system. You're like, whoa, there's a lot of fear here. There's a lot of yeah. anxiety here. There's a lot of, there's some shut, there's already some energy that's shut down. Yeah. So definitely when you're starting a group from scratch and it's, you know, it's not a seasoned group of men who are used to doing work where you just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> it's, it's safety is paramount. I mean, you, you, you have to, I mean, the phrase we use in facilitation work is you, you got to read the, the weather in the room. Mm -hmm. So if you're already sensing, you know, some fear, agitation, anxiety, then yeah, like let's do some, let's do some deeper breath. Let's do some mindfulness stuff. Let's, let's maybe do some movement. Um, let's, let's first address the, just the raw nervous system and get those deep exhalations, get those sighs out, get some groans out. Um, you know, maybe something even more physical if you feel like there's a lot of stuck energy. Um, but also attuning to, you know, am I going to scare someone off if I take it too big too soon? You mm -hmm. know, so, so something that's something that's palatable, I think is, is crucial. And then yeah, absolutely the nervous system unwinds and, I think you bring up such a good point. Most people and men these days, they're, they're not getting time, quiet time. I mean, where do you go in your life when you're not needed by someone yeah. or something? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Other than, oh, I hit the pillow and hopefully I, I'm still sleeping well. And sleep gets taken away from you. You're like, God damn. Yeah. There's no peaceful place. No peace. Life. No peace ever. Yeah. <laughs> so so sh a shared experience of peace can be profound yeah for an adult adult you know yeah. you know male feet whatever it's just oh my god five minutes of being with another human being and we're just you know uh, resting you know and just that's that's a very powerful experience <laughs> genius yeah, I like the idea of reading reading the weather. But you're yeah. you're about to go into, you know, okay, we're gonna travel that vertical axis yeah. down. So that's right. Yeah, I'm curious what's your your you're reading the weather and then your what's your step into depth? Like how 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 do you do that? So the the I love how you're describing this because I can see that intuitively you're you're already feeling into that process of descent. Um, so I, I love that idea of creating safety first, whether it's like a breathing thing, like some of the breathing things I'll do is I right, take a deep breath in and sigh the breath out. So you're like, 
uh, and then people don't make any noise. You're like, okay, audibly sigh the breath out. Uh, good, a little louder. And so you work the tension through the system. And then as facilitator, you're feeling like, okay, this is feeling calmer. Like, all right, take, take a three long deep breaths in, open your eyes. So some, something like that could be a five minute thing where you're just grounding everyone. Yeah. And then the, and then if you just do a general check-in to start out, it can kind of um, be unfocused. So I've, I've really moved away from like, all right, everyone just go ahead and check in um, because it, it can just be kind of a meandering share that dilutes the focus of the group. Yeah. So what I love to do is um, I like to do, I like to engage the senses with sentence stems. And so you can, you'll get my drift here. So I call this one a three by a three, two, three check-in. So you share like three things that you see in the room. Like I see this red, I see a red um, frame around this picture. I see pink, uh, the pinkness of the orchids near me. And I see this silk white shawl. That's the first part. And then two, the two, three, two, three, two is two things that I'm hearing. So you know, the first thing is two things, you're, three things you're seeing, two things that you're hearing. I'm hearing myself in the headphones. I can hear the feedback on the mic a little bit. So now I'm orienting to my sense of hearing. And then the, th and then the next three would be three things I'm feeling in my body. So like my right ankle kind of hurts a little bit. Um, I feel excitement and joy that I'm hanging with you. And um, yeah, my low back's a little, little bit stiff, but I'm, I'm feeling okay. So I've oriented now to three things I see, two things I hear, three things that I feel, sensations and emotions. And you could do like, you know, I just did, I just did sight, hearing and feeling. You could do smell, you could do touch, like describe three things, you know, touch three things in your space and describe their texture. And all you're doing there is orienting to, to time and space. Um, and you're, you're beginning to practice proprioception and interioception. So you're, yeah. you're sensing with your senses and then you're beginning to sense internally. So yeah. that, that, that's just, that's quick. That's like a two minute check-in and then you move through the circle and everyone's like even more dropped in. So that's yeah. the second level. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, that makes so much sense why you do that because otherwise without some sort of somatic interoceptive yep. grounding you're you're staying in story and, yep. and in your head and yeah. those check-ins just won't ever go go any deeper so yeah that's awesome and then the the way to the way to then take it to the you know the third level like the the deeper depth is the best way to do it is with a sentence stem that either you're you're kind of sensing in the group or you've pre-prepared so some of the classical ones is um if you really knew me you would know that um you know i wake up tired almost every day and then the next person goes, and then and then next person goes. Um, you'd know that, you know, I'm terrified of my wife, and so on and so forth. So you're sharing something like that. Sentence stem is all about shadow. So like, right? You know, 
so you could go around the room and just say like everyone has a minute to share on that or two minutes so setting a timer is important so you don't have someone run away with the time and again run away with everyone's attention because you're really working on creating a group field and a group cohesion so if you really knew me you would know that or sometimes i'll be like wow i can feel like a lot of grief in the room so i might do like something i'm grieving is and then have everyone share that and then i might go around and do it twice or three times and when you go like the third time people are like and i'm grieving my father when i was three years old i mean it just you're not even facilitating anything directly other than the sentence stem and um so it could be something i'm feeling something i i feel shame about um you know just highlighting some of the emotions something i i have a lot of joy about something you know the the kind of uh sexual the thing i'm most attracted to sexually is um you know my relationship to masturbation is my relationship to my penis is i mean you, it's just endless you know like my bowel movements are like you, you can talk about anything and it just it creates depth so that way of facilitating this pure shadow work because the facilitator just chooses the topic and then you just keep circling it um and, and in that way like you don't necessarily have to be skilled at live facilitation like guiding someone in a real nuanced skillful way into their depth individually the sentence stems just take care of it yeah um and then there's a couple tips that i could offer you know if you want to help someone take it deeper without you know having to have a lot of training then you can add emphasis on things like if someone says something that's really intense you could say hey just say that again just say that one more time and okay good now say it louder um in, in a sense just kind of emphasizing when someone brings up that deep wound just putting some emphasis on it so that it, it releases more or or say that softer you know like i really i really like miss my my daughters okay say that again but like even quieter you know um there, there's a lot there's some tips in there which i can get into but that that's that's how you get to that that next next echelon of of depth in a men's group <laughs> or whatever okay cool this is i like this because I, i'm feeling a bit like just playing into that and the way you described it i could see getting pulled really deep really fast yeah the momentum of Super death deep. driving down you know yeah. with 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 you know gravity pulling it down and then and and that in my system i'm like well that feels a little bit destabilizing without some some container of context like wait why are we going deep again you know like yeah. why is this healthy or why is this productive why are, and 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 why together i'm wondering if you could answer though because because you know we didn't for this call we didn't have the benefit of going through any of that process we were just we're, we're now kind of doing a simulation mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm wondering about the the context or the container with which within which depth is a good thing is the invitation like why mm -hmm. why why are we going deep right now um yeah, yeah what's what's the point yeah you're again just intuiting kind of the next sequence of like um what's needed and 
why even do this work? And so the first thing is, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to lead a group like this, anyone, you have to create some agreements right up front. And, um, I like to keep it pretty simple, but clear. So the first one is for the work to work, it requires a few things. One is vulnerability, which is the willingness to be transparent and take a little bit of a risk emotionally. Um, and part of that is being your own whistleblower. So being willing to call yourself out around things that are scary, like feeling shame or certain sexual kind of um, tendencies or um, your relationship to rage and grief and the things we just generally don't talk about. And for that to happen, there has to be um, confidence in the group. In other words, confidentiality. So whatever is shared in this group stays in the group, including the facilitator so that there's, there's permission for us to go there. Um, so you have transparency, vulnerability, confidentiality, and then these are, these are related to just this idea of playing your edge. So implicit in deeper work is that you're sharing, you're sharing something that is not yet known to you or feels a little scary. When you're at your edge, you're at a place where you have, you're at a place that you haven't explored. It's not clear yet. There's not clarity around it. It might be a little fuzzy or foggy and, and, you know, on a journey when you're traveling somewhere and you've never been there before, you're excited, you're a little nervous because it's new. And that's the nature of this exploration is it's ever new. There's always more. There's never an arriving at a destination where the exploration is done. There's just always a deeper, vaster, more broader territory to explore. And that, to me, that's the fun of it. Some people initially hear that and go, oh my God, you mean I'm never done with the inner work? I'm like, you didn't, you didn't get that memo yet? Yeah, that's what this planet's about. Just growing, learning, expanding, just deepening. So um, there's kind of a, a buy into that. And then Im implied in that is that if, if I'm pushing and, and playing my edge, that I'm also going to honor someone else's edge. So someone else's edge in the group might just be sharing, might just be talking they've never taken up space they've never been allowed to have a voice and although their share might not be powerful and emotional just to speak could be a huge breakthrough for them and as a participant to not you know pressure and push and shame like come on say something louder cry like whoa 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 if, we're, if i'm gonna honor my edge i need to honor your edge and allow you to show up to the degree that feels edgy to you. And, and I don't know what that is. All I can do is hold this loving space of invitation for you to share and try it out. And, you know, what fuels the whole thing is the collective longing for connection and, and um, you know, you could say brotherhood, sisterhood, but kind of a familyhood starts pulling depth out of us. It pulls the shadow forward. And if there's a reason to do this, I think it's, I mean, there's some deeper reasons, but the bigger reason is, is connection. It's to have a sense of, of home, a sense of safety, a place where I can be all that I am and not have to hide, whether it's for social propriety or a certain set of rules or a certain set of expectations. Like this is a group where I can come 
and talk about and share anything, even the most petty thing. And it's not a place where I'm necessarily venting in an unconscious way. It's more like a conscious venting. I'm consciously sharing what my experience is. And it's just being, it's just being welcomed. It's not being coached. It's not being necessarily like asked to change. It's just, ah, okay, I hear you. I, I feel you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, inevitably, when someone shares something very deep that's been locked up, it frees energy into the system of the group. And so everyone's in every, it's a weird thing, but everyone gets enlivened by authentic grief or authentic rage or deep hurt. When that gets released into a, a, a system, a family system that's open, it's a celebration. People are like, God, I really felt you when you were crying or when mm -hmm. you were just raging or when you were sharing that awkward thing about masturbation. Like I was like, oh man, I totally relate to that. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just an incredible feeling to be, to be held in whatever comes forward. And I, it's hard to say like, that's why you should do it. It's more like you have to, you, in, a, in a sense, it's hard to explain what can't be explained. But when you experience it, you know, you're like, wow, I've been looking for something like this my whole life, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really helpful. I mean, yeah. I think I'm, I'm like feeling back even further into the, you know, like, like what the hell, what the hell is, what, you know, like what the hell is going on anyway? Yeah. I, I think, I think that the, the context that this resonates for me is, is one in which, you know, I, our, our culture has lost, you know, basically lost the, the roadmap to help us locate ourselves and each other in, in a way that, that gives us meaning, you know, larger meaning and sense of purpose, you know, meaning to the misery. Uh, I think that's the subtitle of, um, I think it's uh, James, James Hollis's book. He's a Jungian guy. And, and it's like, we're all walking around with these unspoken agreements in, in a pretty fucked up world right now. And the shadow, you know, like orienting towards a value for uncovering the shadow is this um, longing to, to be welcomed back home into community with other humans who are acknowledging uh, and, and helping us orient to that bigger context. And then, um, you know, in, implicit in shadow work is making the unconscious conscious mm -hmm. and by doing that in community where that is that's a that's a that's a welcome back home exactly. um, that's a, a validation of our innate um, humanity that we don't get anywhere else um and so getting that like like zooming out to the lens of the human condition um, and, and shadow makes this, uh, positions this type of work 
in as as just like almost absolutely necessary given given our culture as as we're living in it currently so okay i'm grounded like i'm i'm bought in now <laughs> i'm sold i'm sold on the depth there you go yeah yeah exactly i mean i i couldn't have said it better to me this is like a kind of activism yeah. um, it's answering yeah. certain there's there's a deep need that people feel they sense but they maybe can't quite articulate mm -hmm. and that need is is for a cultural shift around how to relate yeah at the surface it could be called um a return to civility it's like in in rodney king's uh desperate plea you know can can we all just get along can't we all just get along i mean at the core of humanity there's that that kindness of can't we do better than this um pol you know polarizing identity politics it's like why keep dividing ourselves it, it's not leading us back to connection it's leading to separation can we find a more dignified way to be with each other at the surface yeah and in, in my view that has to occur relationally in the yeah. depth of our own being and that's why i say this work isn't just for me or you we're doing this for all of humanity so we're, yeah we're reseeding a new culture yeah yeah, yeah. i want to amplify that you know like and and you were talking about the longing i've heard you use the word ache like that is <laughs> that that's the ask that feel you know like that's the ask of our soul that um that is answered when we um gather and and do this work and and the, and the relational part is is important too because i i went through a phase like after the first men's group you know it's like i don't need this shit, you know and like i, I don't really i don't want to depend on anyone else <laughs> like i'd rather just you know subscribe to some system that guides me through it myself and right. and that's the other piece that i think i didn't know or value before which is the um the relational uh part of it i guess what's the word i'm looking for it's like what conducts it's a conductor you know right. of, of energy that you can't you can't get that that's um, right without without the witness without without the sharing um without the shared vulnerability like that's a that's something i think i totally neglected and, and totally undervalued um so that's yeah that's another piece to amplify which is okay so we're, we're zooming back out here's here's why we're doing this you know in the context of the human condition uh uh, making the unconscious conscious, trying to uh, live our, our, our best life, which, you know, sounds cliche, but really just finding meaning and purpose and, and, um, and answering those, asking and answering those big questions. Um, and that it's like by design, that has to be uh, a, a relational process. <laughs> 100 yeah. i mean yeah. just to amplify what you've amplified what you're talking about is amplification and yeah. if you're doing it all by yourself 
it's actually you can't get big enough. Yeah, you know, exactly. You, you yeah, could yeah. do it. You could be the lone wolf and carry the weight, and you know that's the model that is here in the West. Um, but, but the truth is, you can't really thrive in that. And and in order to do that, you really have to push other people away and get ruthlessly competitive. And it it's just a model that doesn't engender connection. And you're alone, and you're kind of out there in the in the wind with your sail and being the warrior, hoping the chicks are watching you, but no one is. Culture's not interested in that anymore. People are wanting to connect. And when you reach out to a group and they reach out to you and, and things amplify, it, the, the love, the connection, the power, the support structure, even at a surface level becomes so much more um, abundant than it could ever be by yourself. Yeah, it, it took me a while to figure that out too, because I was like so independent and so an entrepreneur, and and honestly, I'm just learning more and more. Oh, it's so much better if I partner with people. It, it it's more connective. There's more there's more energy flow. I'm meeting new people. My community's growing. Um, it's more fun. You know, it, I think you nailed it. That that's exactly right. When your your language was actually the exact words, my, my, um, so, you know, in the depth of, of crisis, uh, you know, even six months ago at the beginning of that experience, I was, I was still struggling big time. And it felt like I mean, I knew intuitively I needed space big enough to hold me and I needed and, and I needed to create space big enough to hold myself. I knew that was needed. And, you know, it's like, okay, self, self-compassion on your healing journey. Like, yeah, you need it as like, just like you need sunscreen, you know, it's like, you can't just put it on and have it work. Like that's, and, and, and for me, it was, how do I get that? You know, like, how do I make space big enough for me um, to hold myself? And the answer was to be held in a space bigger than I, I could create by myself. There you go. And exactly. that, that, that was, you know, with, with the help of a, a, a skilled therapist, I got a taste of that. And in the in this group, you know, that just crap, you know, is like this expanding, I don't know, I think of a of the universe, you know, like exploding and expanding. Like there was this sense of of unimaginable expansion around my life experience that I was begging for. Like I knew I needed, I couldn't give it to myself yet. And it had I needed help. And and I got that um space big enough yeah that was that was huge i mean if if i want to like try to articulate the mechanics of the you know how i got received all the gifts and, and benefits of being in that group those were the mechanics of it this this uh, the space the expansion of the space that was big bigger than what i could um 
hold myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, you have to go right, pretty soon, right, Mike? Yeah, we can wrap. I mean, we can we can bring this to. A, I, I don't have a, an actual hard stop. Okay, I, I should go, but I'm loving this. All right, but, well, why yeah. don't we? I think we should just do a part two because this feels like there's so much more to get <laughs> into. Would you be up for that? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, so maybe we'll close this and then we'll just do part two. We'll get on, uh, you know, maybe not next week, but the week after, and, and go. But just to highlight what you were saying, I mean my experience in groups that I lead and like my six year men's group is that the, the field of the, the group of men, it just has gotten stronger and stronger and it, it itself is its own phenomenon. Yeah. You know, like each one of us contributes to this, this entity, um, which we could give a name to, but it's an, it's like a living thing that has its own momentum and power and it trans transcends time and space and that to me is the excitement of a long-term group like a high level intention group where everyone is really trained up is it becomes this this um kind of nexus for transformation and healing in one's life and i think if th that's kind of one of my missions is to help is to create that for people um so you're 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 describing this this thing that is real it, it can become real and and useful and um yeah i can see you leading these kind of groups mike and i know you you would love it and would come so natural to you because you lead in, in your other in your in your profession and you already do it in a certain way <laughs> thanks luke yeah, yeah you've got me um i mean i as you describe that I'm, I'm recognizing the, the resonance towards that and wondering, you know, to what degree we're all deprived of that. And, and what you're describing, you know, the laws of, of gravity pulling things down towards the center, you know, there's, there's these energetic, um, this energetic phenomenon that occurs around connection depth um, that sounds so um essential like like that is you know that's 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 the gravitational pull is actually towards that mm -hmm. and whatever's going on yeah you know energetically or metaphysically i don't i don't know i'm not going to claim to pretend but i'm just acknowledging in me that that is unimaginable like knowing what that is like and and just Imagining how my life would be uh, supported by something like that is 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 powerful because mm -hmm. I, I think the original ache, the original longing is is in that direction and and I feel like like I'm on the right track and and, and blessed to have the experiences I've had. But um, what you're describing, I mean, what you're describing essentially is a uh, an expansion of that, uh, a, a more, just more, more, more of it. And, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm excited I'm, and motivated and inspired to try to find that and create that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I, I, I could just keep diving, but let's start with this on, on our next, uh, episode and, <laughs> All right. um, yeah. And then, you know, you can, you can let me know if you've, if you started a group and then we can, we can promo that. 
Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome to hang with you. Um, let's see. I've got my next men's program, Heart of Shadows, coming up. Um, I think it's going to start in August, and then there's a retreat there, so that can be checked out on uh, on my website, LukeAdlerHealing.com, under the Core Level Awakening tab. And uh, yeah, let's set a date. We'll get we'll get back into this in a couple weeks. Perfect. All right. Love you, brother. Love you too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Take care. Thank you.